0: Good evening, and welcome to Sporlitics, where sports and politics mix and mingle. I'm Stacey Johnson. Joining me tonight is Oguna, the Nigerian moderate Republican, Mm -hmm. Keith, the constitutional conservative, Stephen, the independent thinker. And my cousin Todd.
1: Is that a blouse? Oh what is he wearing? I a blouse? Ah, That's from,
0: that's from the Prince
2: and the Revolution collection. I challenge you to a duel. Uh,
0: I knew I was going right. to say something. I just start laughing ahead of time.
3: At the with the it. Handkerchief. It. Bat, bat. Okay, I mean, wait a minute. First of all, and this kills me when you all come from my drag and you don't know how to dress. This is a sweater and this is a scarf. I'll show you. Is that you. cold? I know it was snowing, but Oh my gosh. This is a scarf. And this is, is a scarf. What is the scar- tie? When
1: you when you tie a scarf in that manner, what is the knot?
4: Oh
3: God. I'll show you. <laughs> well, make you sure you don't catch the, beard. This don't inside the of
1: beard here. Yep. Very okay, good. I think it's like a half. So half Windsor, full Windsor scarf.
2: Yeah, that that's like a full Windsor or a double Windsor. <laughs> All
0: right, yeah. I gotta do my intro.
2: Okay. Nice.
0: Let, let me well, do my intro.
3: The big- wait, wait, wait. He said, okay, Ru Paul. That's what he said. <laughs> hey, oh, boy,
2: Keith said. Hey, no, Yes, he did. Keith,
1: what are you getting. Hey, he's rubbing off on you, Keith. <laughs>
0: All right, thank you. I got to do my intro. Thank you. The big four. I'll tell you who they are in a minute. They went to the White House today to discuss aid to Ukraine and the current crisis at the border. Todd and Tennis, the Australian Open. He will talk about winners and losers. Former President Trump uh, wins in Iowa in the caucus and almost gets kicked out of the courtroom today by the judge as he loudly responds to the judge by saying, I would love it. NFL playoffs, how's your team doing? Because my team, the Philadelphia Eagles, are out and we'll have Aguna talk about that. Paralympic athletes, they are powerful. We'll talk about two in particular. Congressional leaders reach a deal to avert a government shutdown as South Africa accuses Israel of genocide and urges top UN court to halt Gaza war. Today, the Supreme Court signals it will claw back federal agency power as a main judge defers a decision on the Trump 14th Amendment question until the Supreme Court rules on it. The US military shoots down a missile fired from Houthi-controlled area of Yemen and more, if we can fit it in, first up, Aguna, you want to talk about what happened with our Eagles and other teams for uh, the NFL playoffs?
1: Man, I mean, so can I start with the happiness or do you want to start with the Eagles? The Cowboys lost. I'd rather start with that. But I'll talk about that. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it was not to say I didn't expect it because the way this team has been playing the last six games has been atrocious. Um, nobody thought when we were 10 and one that we'd fall from grace so severely with only being the lowly giants in the last two months almost but when we were going down to tampa you know some of us held out hope that maybe the, the the switch would would come on and the offense the high power offense we saw last year the high power defense would step up but it just wasn't meant to be and I mean, I knew, I I know like one Tampa diehard fan. And I told him going into the game, I was like, you know, you guys are better than the Cardinals. You guys are better than the Giants. What makes you think that we could come down there and win this game? And of course, I mean, they didn't show up. There was no intensity. I mean, they abandoned the run early. They had no answer for the Tampa blitz. You knew Todd Bowles was going to blitz. And so you had all week. Prepared to try to come up with some type of hot routes or anything like that. They didn't do it. They still had these long development plays. A.J. Brown wasn't playing. Julio got wow. hit early um, and ha- was out with concussions. So, again, A.J. Brown not playing, it's a bad thing, but it could be a good thing if Jalen spreads the ball around. He didn't do that. <laughs> he did the field. It was just we were favored by three going in. And I, I said, you know, this is going to be a tall order. You know, this team hadn't really been playing as if they had a sense of urgency or they wanted to save the coach. It, it seemed like Seriani had lost the locker room. It seemed like Seriani didn't have an answer. The Coordinators were in that. Brian Johnson, you know, had, had these plays where receivers were running into each other. You know, the receivers were running in the same patterns in the same – you had two receivers in the same area. There's no separation. So there was are a you lot Are saying of- – wait,
0: are you saying the two receivers were running the same route?
1: They were running next to – I mean, Dallas Goddard and, and um, I think it was Quez Watkins ended up in the same area, and Jalen missed both of them, by the way. And so and despite all that, despite all the, in the the no no defense, the 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 bad play calling, the Eagles were still in the game. They were still actually in the game come halftime and into the third quarter until Jalen Hurts did the unspeakable We were on the 14-yard line, and he gets a safety You know, on the 14-yard line. Now, how does that happen? The only way you can get a safety from the 14-yard line is if you, as a quarterback, run into the end zone, right, run into the end zone and take a sack, and that's exactly what he did. He actually threw the ball away. It was intentional grounding in the end zone. So you actually put your team in a position where – They punted the ball, and then, of course, Tampa got it, scored a touchdown. It was pretty much over because you weren't moving the ball all all game. So a couple of places to blame. A, of course, with the head coach, Sariani wasn't prepared. The team wasn't playing for him. They didn't respond well to him. Second, Brian Johnson, the coordinator. These plays were just egregious. There was nothing, you know, no creativity, no motion, no running the ball. Even when they ran the ball, they just ran it. Tampa, who has a very fast linebacker core, they ran. Down the, they ran, you know, north south versus east west. I mean, they, they ran east west versus north south rather. And then of course you had Jalen Hurts, who just he just regressed this whole year. He did not see the field. He had um, wide receivers wide open. There was a fourth and five play, critical fourth and five play, where you know we're only down by seven. You needed five yards, right? Dallas got it breaks open across the middle. So, so all wait, game wait, has to wait, do wait, 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 wait. Let me Let ask you, me
0: wait, finish. wait. Can you stop a second? Wait, wait. The fourth and five play for wait, wait, wait. For for Todd and Keith, can you explain what a fourth and five play means and then finish your thought?
1: It's fourth down. They needed five yards to meet the first down to continue the drive. They're down by seven points. And it's in the third quarter. All right. So thank you. All they had all he had to do was make the first actually they may have been down a little bit more. But all they had, to, all Jalen had to do was be patient and let Dallas Goddard come across the middle, easy throw, and a five-step drop. There was no pressure on him. Just make the throw. You know what did he do? He forces it to, to Smith in the end zone. Incomplete pass. Drive is over with. Dallas Goddard is saying something to him. Dallas Goddard, who's a tight end, came back was saying something to him on the sideline. A- again. It just shows a lack of maturity from Hurts's position and the fact that he can't see the field. Okay, wait a minute, wait
0: a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You don't need to be no, talking wait about Hurts like that, A.J. Brown. Don't be talking about my quarterback like that, A.J. Brown. Well, clearly,
1: clearly the quarterback who's no longer in the playoffs, by the way, and had the same team from last year, something happened. You know, something clearly happened. I know it was the coordinators. And then I'm not even talking – I haven't even talked about the defense yet. All right? This is all the offense. The defense was even worse. Tampa Bay never punted until the third quarter. So every drive they scored. And so to say that you're going on the road, you're favored by three, and you cannot get this offense. Baker Mayfield, how scared are you of Baker Mayfield? Who was playing lights out, by the way, because it's a contract year for him. They'll probably give him an extension. Congratulations to him. But, again, we made Baker Mayfield look like like dang on Tom Brady when he beat Jalen Hurts a couple years ago. So it was bad. I mean, Eagles fans were out there. They had the paper bags over their heads. I'm, yeah, I'm surprised so you weren't out there. Ago. So it was it was bad.
0: But okay, so let's let's talk about the defense. Now, obviously, there was a breakdown from the offense. And, you know, sometimes quarterbacks try to jumpstart the game just like, you know, I've seen plenty of quarterbacks do it before. They try to jumpstart it with different moves, trying to, you know, get their wide receivers, their, their uh, tight ends and their running backs ready to go and get them hyped. Um, and that's what I think Jalen Hurts was trying to do. So to turn it around, Aguna, and try to blame him for some moves he was doing as he was trying to. Jumpstart these these players is You trying sound like AJ Brown. How dare you he say that? To Todd would say, it. "How dare you say that about a black quarterback?" Todd would oh, say, man, "Don't we're say we're that out right. I, mean, I don't care. I don't really
1: care what color he is. I don't care. He could be purple for all I care. That the boy did not know he was doing. Did not know. He did not read the defense. He wasn't checking down. He Had no out route. He was taking sacks. He took. Shouldn't have taken. There was all kind of stuff going on with Jalen. And again, so, you're running a RPO. We're running the read pass option. You got to make the read, okay? Jalen wasn't make the read. So
0: for cousin Todd and for Keith, what does a read pass option mean? It means to read the. Go ahead again. I'm sorry.
1: It means to read the defense. You're seeing if the the defensive end is a down, and then you make the either hand off the ball, you keep it yourself, or you make the
3: pass. And so. Thank you. Why did she? And, uh, and of course, you couldn't
5: do that.
3: I don't know what it's talking about. I don't know. Well, I mean, that is, yeah, well. At the end of the day, you lost. Okay? I'll explain lost it better game. than Aguna did. When you're um, playing you're going hockey, straighten out,
4: out the scarf. Straighten
1: out the scarf. Make sure when you're playing good. hockey,
3: <laughs> you have to I mean, make yeah. sure when you have your center fielders in. They know what you're going to do. That's called a read. And what I do to Stephen and Keith every week. <laughs> That's also called a read. Surprise. And wait, one more anyway. thing. Wait, <laughs> what, what did Keith mean by RuPaul? He keeps his he, he, That struck Who's a RuPaul? nerve, didn't it? That struck
1: a nerve. No,
3: I-, I, think I the sport, 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 Stay focused,
1: stay focused. Stay
3: focused, He, right. he Hey, Aguna. This is not your show, Stephen. Nah. I'll, I'll get yeah. him this week. Um, this is, it is
0: a Guna show. Aguna is a man. I don't care what you say. Man,
3: <laughs> yes, Stacey, I'm a man. So, now this is the thing about Keith he always has on his mind two people <laughs> RuPaul and Bruce Jenner. Didn't you say Bruce Jenner is your hero?
5: Well, when he was, yeah, Bruce Jenner was my hero. Uh, not- okay,
3: now I got it. It's all not clear Cameron. to me now.
5: Not okay. Caitlyn Jenner,
3: but you Bruce. Can't Jenner. Separate can we, the can
1: two? we go? Can we get back to a meaningful discussion? The of of
0: can were- you go over the defense really quickly, and then Stephen, you want to comment on the Philadelphia defense before we go yeah. to the other teams? Yeah.
1: So, so it's going to be very quick because the defense does not exist. The the defense, you no, know, they weren't. They had no. They had no sense of urgency. The tackling was strictly a business. Oh, I have never seen any the, that they just they couldn't tackle. No, you worth know, no. And this
3: isn't and the first week they did that either. It I, was amazing. They it.
1: And, the I, mean, I was I tackling in flag football
3: I Todd could tackle them game.
0: better than that.
3: What do you think, Stephen? Do you agree? To Stacey. Stacy? Tackling, but she tries to be a comedian and it never works. Nobody even laughs. Uh, but they, they're tackling. Oh my gosh! And this I is can't week the week.
5: Stephen is talking, but you can't hear him. Oh look! No.
3: look at Keith. Look at oh, yeah. Keith. Buddy, my
2: buddy Stephen. Live, okay. up, buddy Stephen. Hey, 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 he's he's Where is yeah. he?
1: Press your mute button, Stephen. Help! Help! Uh, can you hear me now? Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah, you know, what had happened was uh, uh, Aguna touched on. It. He's right. Uh, it's uh, the, the the coach lost the team, and when that happens, there ain't nobody playing. And you see where AJ Brown, as you mentioned before, AJ Brown was gone. He wiped out anything they had to do with the Eagles. He did that before the game. Your your best receiver, and they, and yeah, I know you're trying to be optimistic and look on the bright side and everything. And say, well, maybe it helps. you he can spread the ball out. No, it doesn't help at all. Not having him out there, even if he doesn't catch a ball, he's one of the, he's the top three. In the the whole league And he didn't even show up So that was the easiest bet On the board this week I'm gonna put a fortune on it And the Eagles are favored On the road And they they gave up A long time ago For some Because they weren't there The locker room wasn't there Wasn't working And I don't It's just so much going on Behind the scenes That I guess we don't know but it's what? it's a really why bad team. So we're now we're that? back to the NF, NFC least. Do you remember yeah. that? That was a long time ago. They called us that. That's why I didn't mind that y'all could do well. You, the Eagles could get to the Super Bowl. You know, I'm watching them. We're not do, we're not doing anything to really help us. But y'all could do it. We're not the NFC least anymore. But now we are. Uh, and, but it's going to change next year because Washington is going to go from worst to first. We got all this new people coming, oh. new management, new everything. Probably that. a new quarterback. We got a lot of picks. We got a lot of money. So that's what's going to happen. But, you know, what? Dallas is going to be semi-okay. The Giants aren't going to be anything. But, you know, who's really going to hurt for a while? And I hate to say it. I don't want to pile on. I don't want to kick anybody while they're down. But what's going to happen is the Eagles are in real serious trouble because three of their best leaders are gone this year. And when you lose that leadership, you got nothing. And when you lose a locker room, you got the leaders. And these leaders knew they were leaving, so they're not leading it anymore. They're just they're just playing it out. And when they see so these kids acting leaving, up, they don't want about- to spank them or get involved with them because they're out the door. Hey, he's probably, he's the Eagles about- are in trouble for uh, the right. next few years.
0: Jason Kelsey, Jason Kelsey, and who else are you talking about? Kelsey,
2: there's two other guys oh, that've been there for. Go ahead. I don't know their names, but they've been there for 12 oh, years God. apiece. And probably Graham, but Graham said he may
4: want
0: to. Graham come. said he's staying one more year. So Kelsey and who else are gonna?
1: Kelsey and uh, Fletcher Cox is probably going. He may. And who?
0: Else?
1: And oh, uh, Jason was, Kelsey, uh, even though Kelsey never admitted that he was going to retire. Well, um,
0: everybody knows he was going. He looked like he said goodbye to his line coach when he when they finished that last play. He went right over to him and talked to him. He looked like he was saying goodbye. If anybody. Yeah, and, and so
1: and to Stephen's point, I mean, we can't speculate. How, what's going to happen next year. There's a lot of offseason. There's a lot of things going on. Yeah, we, we couldn't speculate that the Eagles were going to go from the Super Bowl to the first bounce in the playoffs last year. So because of the parity in the league, you can turn these teams around fairly quickly. And I will say this. You do have a core intact. A lot of the guys they need to figure out, like A.J. Brown, he has another three years on his contract. You know, Even Darius Slay and Bradbury, who I want gone, these are the cornerbacks for Ty Anybody uh, oh. everybody else. You know they, yeah, they were, they were about, the hand back hand back. to get traded, which I don't know if anybody's going to trade them. So That's Bradbury,
0: oh my God, Bradberry Todd, okay. what are you talking about? So I've,
1: I'm saying all this to say you can't sit there and say the Washington Commanders are going to go from worst to first when they don't even have a quarterback or anything else. You don't you can't. Yeah, but I mean, based
2: problem. on what they can get. No, just based right. on what they can get and the potential of, you know, getting a number two and then getting a number four, another know first, know another first, another first, whatever, right? to get that know. potential is nice. We have the potential Sorry, to go in from – I'm not saying we're going to, but we have the potential to go from from last place to first place in our division. We do. We have so, a good chance.
1: And, and all that being said, and I to say that the Eagles are in a very – a poorer position than, like, let's say the Dallas Cowboys, where the Dallas Cowboys – who had the biggest upset, mind you, of the weekend, losing to the seventh seed for the first time in history. Now you got the court the the, the coach question, their defensive coordinator's out of there. They don't have a running back on the contract. They, they have to pay Dez $60 million or they have to so to say that the Eagles are in a worse position that at least we even though Jalen regressed, I still think he's still the contract. He's still our, our guy. We don't have to break the bank to pay him or we don't have to renegotiate a contract right there. So I think the Cowboys are in a worse position now. You still have the Giants who, again, they're going with Daniel Jones. You know, they may be – they just got – their defensive coordinator just resigned. So there's a – what happened when the Eagles and the Cowboys lost, you do have this, like, level setting of the NFC lease. But at the same time, it doesn't mean that we can speculate and say, hey, one team is going to be worse than the other. We all got issues. We all got things that we need to figure out. There's only one coach that's safe. In the whole division, and I think that's the Giants coach because Rivera got fired. Sirianni may get fired, you know, McCarthy may get fired. McCarthy should be fired based on what happened. You know, they lost yeah. they put they lost, put up 48 points. Green Bay Packers put up 48 points on the Cowboys at home as a seventh seed. That's the first time in the history of the league that a seventh seed is won. And so And I
0: was like, go, Pack, go.
1: I was like, go, Pat, go. <laughs> Nobody saw that coming. I figured that the Packers had a shot, but I didn't think they'd be up twenty-seven to zero in the first half and go on to win that game. Considering that Dallas hasn't lost at home in almost two years, so yeah, I can feel real bad about what happened to the Eagles. But that train wreck was happening over the course of two
0: uh-huh, months. Uh-huh, uh-huh. We got Okay, we have a a visitor, Nick Flair. Oh, yeah. uh-huh. Welcome to Sporletics, where sports yeah. and politics mix and mingle. Nick Flair, what's that. your comment?
6: I, I, I just I hear a lot of coping going on. I, I understand, uh, like you're feeling bad, you want to lash out, uh, you're attacking the Cowboys. I'm not lashing out. To coping
1: it. means I'm deal- I dealt with the result, so I'm de- I have dealt with the result and accepted it. So I'm at the very Are last you- degree.
0: Right. So, do anybody want to talk about the rest of the teams this weekend? Like the uh, Kansas the City. talk about? I watched that uh Saint, Saint was it uh, Los Angeles uh, Detroit game for Detroit to pull that out first time in thirty years for that team in that city was a really big deal.
6: They um, have MC Hammer was number one on the chart.
0: Yeah. yeah so
6: anyway, this Philly coping. And
0: that's touch going this on
6: right now. Pretty sad, uh, you know. Hopefully, y'all get y'all thing together next year, and you know, y'all can come back and do a little something. It Says y'all looking for a new OC and DC, so y'all keeping y'all coach Sirianni looks like a mistake there. But besides that, man, everything should be all right, man. Y'all can quit crying. But the NFL, man, look, they need to they need to invest in indoor stadiums. Period. There needs to be like an alternative to where if the weather is a certain certain way. You can play inside. We, we shouldn't have games like that Buffalo, uh, like that Miami game in uh, uh-huh. Kansas City. Like, we, we just shouldn't have that, man. Put them in a dome if, if it's going to be like that. Because I want to see the best team win. I don't want to see the elements determine a game. And man, luckily, that's real football, that though, man. That's real football. Yeah, that's real football. Is Where it? Yes. Like, back, yeah. in the, back in the day, it was. Hell, they ain't running the like that. No way. is no. made
2: anyway. to be played outside. Yeah. That's Not anymore, right. no man. No, no, everybody's so, so soft.
1: To that no. point, the game is a lot faster, though. So the, all that I know, Keith wants to chime in and say, "Yeah, well, you got to hit," and all this. these kids are these kids are hitting a lot harder. They're playing a lot faster. So even though you think they're tougher, even though you think back in the day they were tougher, those guys are bagging groceries during the off season. These kids are multi-million dollar brands. They've had top trainers since the time they were four. So this is a different type. It's a different caliber of athlete that you're dealing with today versus back I, mean, in the day, I
0: don't food. think it's a different caliber of athlete. It is absolutely um, a
1: different caliber of athletes. That makes sense. Sure, it's it's, 70's it's 70's
2: better 80's? it's better food and pharmaceuticals and and proteins and stuff. It's which makes it's out a science.
1: Right. These guys are giants out there. Drugs these guys are monsters. These aren't these aren't like little little you know yeah you right. know, you, these these kids are these kids are huge.
2: So, and okay. i bet you some of these babies, I bet you some of them are designer. They're probably designer babies. Okay, be, let me should move be like on. This. If you
0: look at the screen, right, so gonna um, can everyone, go. we're going to look you at this screen. the screen. Everyone, let's start with Aguna, then Keith, and Steven, then Cousin Todd, then um, Nick Flair. I want to talk about your predictions for this Green Bay Packers versus San Francisco 49ers, Saturday, 8.15 p.m. Uh, Aguna, your prediction? All right, so
1: first I got to say it's my heart versus my head with this one. I think San Francisco, you know, they are a team that's kind of poised right now. They're locked and loaded. Um, now the only thing is if the two weeks, you know, that they've taken off, including sitting their starters during the last regular season game, is going to catch up to them. But Green Bay is hot. You know, it'll be interesting to see if Jordan Love can repeat that performance. A lot of times it's hard to have lightning strike you know, twice. Oh. Um, but in okay.
0: that defense, I can't see
1: San Francisco losing at home to Green Bay. Um,
0: no, I can't either.
1: I okay. Keith,
0: well, Green I can't. Bay versus San Fran.
5: Say again? Whichever well, one again. believes in the Constitution. What was that? Ask,
0: uh, which Which team do you think is going to win that you see on the screen? Green Bay Packers at San Francisco 49ers. Which team do you think is going to win?
5: Oh, I don't know. Maybe San Francisco 49ers. But I want to say that uh, – you know the kind of medicines they have and all, uh sports medicine is so uh high highly technical they do have uh, advantages today that they didn't have back in the day when they played with broken knees and broken uh ankles and and they played with uh
0: okay. you know okay why forward. do you think
1: that's a good
5: thing <clears throat>
0: okay yeah. thank you uh now don't ask my question i, I keep no, going even like, what, what the hell is green talking? bay or 49ers
2: well, I, I think the only thing that the rest did was help the 49ers get ready for this game, and they're not, they're not going to play around, and this is a bad setup for the Packers. It was a great setup going against Dallas because it's something about Green Bay. They just beat Dallas. They're going against their old coach, and the coach is, 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 is nothing in the playoffs. They didn't win Super Bowls. He's hes a good coach during the year, and, so they, and Dallas is a good team during the year. So you know what? Green Bay really didn't, really didn't test themselves on a defense that could do anything with them. Or they was just they look so much better than they really are. Then they're not gonna hurt San Francisco's defense. Okay, excuse me.
0: Okay. Thank you. Cousin Todd.
2: Well, wait a minute, wait a minute, real quick. I'm taking Frisco, but I may go with I may take the Packers with the points.
0: Okay, cousin Todd. He's out for the count. Um, Nick Flair.
6: No, I'm I'm just going to keep it simple. I'm going to pick San Francisco. Uh, I didn't expect Steven to bet against a white running back. That would be absurd. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to pick uh, San Francisco to, to win this game. But going back to the best to- running back in the NFL. Uh, the point I was making before, though, like understand what I'm trying to say. When you have somebody like Pat Mahomes in your Kansas City, wouldn't it make sense to play in a dome as opposed to playing in an open-air stadium where when you had the playoffs, Anything can happen randomly now because of weather, which changes the game as far as talent. If Buffalo had played Pittsburgh in that snow game, Pittsburgh might have won, even though Pittsburgh is, man, they're way less of a team than Buffalo is. You're just adding another element a variable with that weather. So I, I, I just think, man, we're, we're past the days of running up the middle 50 times, man. They're throwing a the ball all night, put it in the dome, and, and get the people the scoring they want to see.
0: Okay, yeah, but so you get a I, lot more injuries okay, on me, artificial turf. Excuse me. Grass for me in there. I, I say Green Bay Packers just because I don't like the San Francisco 49ers because they have become a serious rival for the Philadelphia Eagles. So going to the next I mean, they would
1: be devastated if they
6: lose that game. They would be devastated. Well, that's so okay, a seven is now. not going
0: to be the one. Bay, Tampa Bay it's Buccaneers against the. Y'all got one. out with the
6: rival thing. Y'all ain't a rival.
0: Tampa Bay. How many
1: does Atlanta have? Yeah, it's a rival because we actually meet in the playoffs. Atlanta hasn't met anybody in the playoffs because you got to get in the playoffs. Oh,
6: team. what time y'all play? What time y'all play Saturday?
1: Oh, that—that's what—that's the best you can do. Is that the, really the best you can do? You said After week being eliminated. In what week time six?
6: y'all playing?
1: You got eliminated in Week Six. Go find a coach, and then come back and talk to me. All right. In the same place. <laughs> How literal is that? Find
6: a coach, same I mean, place. We're about probably, to get Belichick. Your right? you're fourth one in three years, about to get Belichick. But anyway, Tampa Bay is terrible, they're gonna lose. <laughs> Shout out to them for beating Philly in a really oh, unfair game. Oh, the spirit of Philadelphia was broken in that game, but uh, never,
1: I mean, never. But we just, knew that just, was gonna
6: happen. Look, Aguna, you watching I'm just count. trolling, calm down, keeping it 100. Jalen was hurt all season, that's what affected <laughs> Philly. The OC leaving last year to become a head coach—that's what affected Philly. So they're gonna have to put a new system in, one that complements what Jalen actually does, and they'll be fine. I'm, I'm just messing with Aguna. I know. I, I, that I, 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 I can take. It. They'll be fine. But yeah, we getting Bill Belichick. Okay, man.
0: thank you, so. thank you. Um, Tampa Bay versus the Lions, Aguna. Quick, uh, don't go through no, the long no, synopsis.
6: I just, I just can't have faith
1: huh? in Baker Mayfield. I think Baker was looking a little shaky against us. We just, we just were horrible. So. You go into the Detroit. That atmosphere. They've already smelt blood. They have a better defense, way better defense than us. We got Brian Branch on the backside safety. They're going to be hitting out there. So I, I think, you know, I think the Detroit Lions are going to make it through to at least the championship game.
0: Okay, okay, Keith. Buccaneers, Lions.
1: You're on. Yeah, you man, put up on. You, no Keith. you better go for the <laughs> Lions. So I haven't you know.
5: heard much. Uh, yeah, I would say the Lions because I haven't heard much about the uh, Tampa Bay. I mean, what have they done? The Republican
0: okay. Okay. Nothing since Tom him. Brady. Steven, T- Tampa Bay or, or Lions?
2: You, can't, you cannot take Tampa Bay because of the quarterback. Baker, you, you can't take Tampa Bay because they didn't play a team this past week. They gave them any effort at all. They had already quit, so you can't judge them by that. But you, but the Lions did play a game. They played a hard game against the Rams, and they were playing really tough, a little bit dirty even. They're playing, they're playing to win. they they want to bite the kneecaps off just like the coach wants them to. So they're playing really hard, really tough. I like, I really do like the Lions
3: this week. I like, even laid the six and a half.
0: Thank you, mm. cousin
3: Todd. I'm like the Dodgers.
0: <laughs> oh
6: yeah, they got Otani, baby Dodgers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Put a future okay. bet on
0: Mr. Flair?
5: Flair? Notice how we're all agreeing on, on this stuff.
0: We're all in agreement. Mr. Flair? Mr. Flair? Didn't he say Detroit?
6: Didn't Detroit? And don't make me throw, throw 50 flags for Detroit to get to that NFC Championship game. They don't need Tampa Bay. They need Detroit in that NFC Championship game.
0: Yeah. Okay, thank you. And I'm going to take... Detroit Lions. They are on. That's my cousin cousin Trayvon's team. I'm going to take them. All we right. All Aguna, Texans and the Ravens. Boy, no, man. wait, wait. Aguna, don't say anything. I want Todd to go first. Texans oh, okay. and the Ravens, Cousin Todd. Probably,
3: Probably the first. Phillies.
0: Okay, thank you. Go ahead, Aguna.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go with the... Uh, this, is, this is a tricky one now.
0: Yeah, that's why I went for the Phillies.
1: Lamar in the playoffs hasn't been consistent, but I think, again, that Houston defense is pretty good, but I don't see them coming up to Baltimore and winning to Yeah,
0: they're not going to beat the Ravens. But I
1: think, you know, the Baltimore Ravens, they're bullies. Their defense is, you know, is going to get after
5: Stroud. Even though that's a good news story, I'm going with the Ravens. Uh, Keith? Well, because I'm offended by Ravens, I don't like uh, that name. Baltimore Colts, I le- we need to go back to that. But I'll say Houston.
0: <laughs> okay, Stephen.
2: Well, I, I think Baltimore's a great team, and I, I I think they can win the game absolutely. But you know, Mark Andrews might be coming back. I heard if he comes back, mm-hmm. that's going to hurt the team because he can't he can't catch a cold, he can't catch anything, and they're going to try to feed the ball to him if he comes back. So, I will take the Texans with the points because they're good all around and they're they're tough as can be. They they give it just as good as they get it. And this quarterback is real special. I know it's really goofy to take a quarterback okay. that's a rookie at for a second game. You know, he's we on the have, road. I got to
0: move on. We spent right. a half Roma. hour just on no, the NFL.
2: Down there. Well, because y'all, uh,
6: y'all had to do all that Eagles crying early on. Uh,
1: mm-hmm. right. But no, just, just, just take
6: Baltimore.
1: We got Barnett. Go
6: that's why. Why are crying so long? Anyway, Steven. That I,
1: pick, I didn't man. hear it because I, I thought you were
3: eating your hat from the Super Bowl. Shut <laughs> up, Aguna! Why do you keep talking? <laughs> I control him. Back. I know, right? troll him
6: back, uh, Steve. Steven, flip that pick. Take the Ravens and the points. They're going to win by a lot. This is going to be an ugly game. Stroud may get knocked out early. Uh, don't mess with Houston this week, man. It's going to be ugly out there.
2: Yeah, I haven't, I haven't put it in ink yet. I'm just, I got, I'm writing in pencil, and I got eraser, so I don't know. I'm, I, I I'm, I'm looking at it. Okay, to I'm
0: off. gonna I'm gonna take Ain't the no Ravens. No I'm gonna bet on the Ravens, and this is the last one. Come on, you guys, we got to go through this really quick. The Bills and the Chiefs, Aguna.
1: Woo! This one is this one is tough. I am all about revenge, though. So I think finally Josh Allen gets it done. It's in Buffalo. Um, I know Kansas City's had their number, but I think Allen is kind of poised this year. So I'm going to go with Buffalo and I think you know again even though I don't know if he's going to have Davis his other wide receiver I think they they pretty much and the defense is no. playing not better so and I just don't Kansas City is a little has been a little um, shaky this year
5: so I'm
1: going Okay, go with
0: thank you. Uh Buffalo. Keith.
5: Well, I'll go with Kansas City Chiefs. Why have not they changed their name? Is aren't they offended by that? Oh. Oh well. Okay. Steve- who who who? What are you talking Chiefs? About? Kansas City Chiefs.
0: Is that a derogatory being, uh, name? Native American. Oh, yeah. yeah, being of well, being of Native American descent, like they changed the uh, Redskins name. Yeah. But uh Steven, yeah. what's one I'm a Chief. Chiefs or Buffalo Bills?
2: Don't give them any ideas. Well, you would you would think the Buffalo Bills, and it looked so good this past week, and everybody's charming darling. But I, I think that that's a big setup to get everybody to go to the Buffalo Bills. And it's actually going to be Kansas City because I do believe this is sports entertainment. And I do believe that they want Kansas City to win this game. And I do believe they want Taylor Swift to be on TV more and maybe even get to the Super Bowl because hey, this is entertainment wow. and it's sports entertainment. And if wow. she's at the Super Bowl, they'll not only have a billion people, might have six billion people watching. Who knows? So okay, thank I think you. I'm so jaded from this year's been thank so you. bad thank and the officiating and the obvious games. Yeah, go ahead.
0: Just <laughs> I mean, we'll say, we'll say, we'll say the team and keep, and keep it moving. Okay. Uh, cousin Todd. I think that was good. Just say the, well, just say the name fun. and keep it g- keep it going, cousin Todd.
3: Okay. I think I've heard you that. Randall Cunningham is coming back. So if he does, right. I'm going for the Devils.
0: There we go. Okay, Mr. Flair.
6: Woo! It's either good Josh or bad Josh. We don't know which one is so, showing up, so just flip a coin. That's
0: exactly I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs. On no. to Todd and tennis. One-row team
1: always wins, so.
0: Todd, you want to talk about the Australian Open and yeah. what specifically is going on?
3: Look at okay. our screen. I wrote some things down. Now I have to just find them. <laughs>
0: Nobody has time for that. Make it um, quick. You know
3: what? I, I really wasn't watching the. Um, oh, my God. The Don't Australian stay. Open, but uh, Nadal. Is wow. not Oh, you want to go with the men. Injury. Yeah. Okay. What What was? What was he? What was he watching? i Let me move He's on. Going to get that I'll get back to you. So we
0: have <laughs> we have Todd. I'll help you. We have Djokovic uh, in the second round winning. You have Rublev in the second round winning. You have so far it's tied between Michaelson and Lekka in the second round and. It's uh Zipari above Nori in the second round. Then you have Zrez above above Klein okay. and Purcell and Rudd still have to play at eight o'clock tonight. Okay. They should be starting soon. Uh
3: Alcarez is still in the tournament and he won his first round match against Richard Gascate. Uh uh so he's set to play uh, an Italian tonight. Lorenzo Sagno.
0: Vanega. There it is, right there. Okay. Do you see that?
3: Uh-huh. And the And he he uh, he looks like a Ralph Macchio from oh. the Karate
0: Kid, that movie. Who does? So- Sweep the leg. Okay, we're bored. I'm bored. We're moving on.
3: I'm glad we blew through the NFL Lorenzo, to get to this. Lorenzo looks like uh, <laughs> the Karate Kid, so they call him the Karate Kid.
0: Okay, Stephen, when's NASCAR coming back?
3: I don't even and know. Cocoa Golf Hopefully,
2: never. <laughs> <Daytona's coming. laughs>
0: <laughs> Sometime in
2: uh, February 17th, I think, is Daytona 500 this year. Yeah.
3: Coco Golf back won back. her first two matches. Did you say she, she won? won? Third round. Now, if you would stop with this NASCAR stuff and Stacy shuts her mouth for a while, you would get it. Anyway, yeah, uh, uh, he still wouldn't
0: get
3: bring in. it. Yeah, I'm pulling from Coco. Uh, why don't you watch it then? I work. I
2: work for a living. I don't have time to sit around like you and watch the view all day.
3: Would,
6: man, you, you, you watched seven with... and two hours of football last weekend. <laughs>
2: no, I didn't. I was with... at I was at the casino. I barely got an eyeball on it.
3: What would the view have to do with? Uh, all right, Todd.
0: We're bored. We're I don't know, move man. It's
3: okay. Well, then you're stupid. Well, what, about and... <laughs> what about Michael Sam? Oh, listen to Oh, this. no. He is sleeping with the that? <laughs> your new boy toy. Okay, all right. All right. Your <laughs> brand new boy toy. All
0: right. I'm bored. I'm moving on.
3: Yeah, move on. I don't have anything of, else for... us. Uh, thank centers. you.
0: We know you don't. We know you don't. We know you don't.
3: Right, A big man.
0: four... I know, I know, I know, wow. I know, I know. Okay. A big four visited President Biden today. And who are the big four? I'll tell you who the big four are. It is Mike Johnson, Speaker of the House, Hakeem Jeffries, Minority Leader of the House, Mitch McConnell, uh, Minority Leader of the Senate, and Chuck Schumer, uh, Majority Leader of the Senate. They met with President Biden today to discuss funding uh, Ukraine and border. Um, Let's start with Stephen. Um, It seems as though uh, the Republican House is not going to agree with the Republican Senate and the Republican House is holding or trying to hold the president hostage by attaching border security to funding. Uh, Is that right for them to do one? And Mm -hmm. two, is it a disaster At the border, where that would supersede giving funds to Ukraine that we promised.
2: Yeah, yeah, we definitely need to stop. If I can start there, we have to stop giving money to Ukraine right now. Don't give any more money to Ukraine. We got to support our own border, not their border. We got to fight our own fight, not their fight. We can't give any more money to them. Then everybody knows that's just a bunch of crap. It's a bunch of garbage. It's all money laundering. It's going here. It's coming back. It's coming back. It's going there. We're we're funding. Both sides of that war, both sides of Israel's war, we got to, What we have to do is let's protect America right now. We are being invaded. Let's let it is the it is the right thing to do. We have to uh, uh, do anything we can to stop what's going on now. And everybody should be able to agree with this because this never works in any country. Just look at the history and look what's happening right now in Europe with 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 other countries that have too many people coming in at one time. We cannot sustain this. This is not good for us. This is going to destroy the country. And if you're into that then God bless you. That's your deal. I can't I can't argue with you. That's fine. I'll have no argument with you. But I think reasonable people can all get together and say, hey, we have to stop these people from coming to the border where they are thousands of okay, days okay. to, to, okay. uh, then okay, okay. in, in a very stop short amount Todd, of time.
0: Stop, Todd. Don't even start. I'm going on to Keith. Keith, you see the big four right there.
2: Wait, uh, why Tuck Keith? Jeffrey, You're going to get Mitch the same McConnell, answer.
0: Mitch McConnell, Chuck Schumer, from the Senate and Mike Johnson, Speaker of the House and the House of uh, Representatives. So Keith, my question to you is whether or not these four were able to convince the president that uh, the border security overrides or supersedes our obligation to Ukraine.
5: Well, let's say uh, the section four of the constitution uh, the article, and it says that uh, the United States shall guarantee to every state, not every country like Ukraine in the Union, it says a Republican form of government and shall protect each of them against invasion. Well, Ukraine was invaded by Russia. Are we assigned to protect them? Not based on what I just read. And uh, not only that, uh, Donald Trump, president, the future president, because he's going to win, Donald Trump has already instructed or has been on the phone with Mike Johnson, and he told him, he said, don't fall for it. If they wanted to secure the border, they would have done so. They don't need Congress to secure the border. Based on what I just read, they can do it all along, but they won't enforce the laws that are already on the books.
0: Thank you. Cousin Todd. Okay.
3: Okay. Um, Stephen or Keith will never tell you what they mean by secure the border. But um, what Stephen was saying was we're being invaded. What he didn't say is we're being invaded again. This is the second time we're being invaded. Right, Keith? Right, Stephen? Because the first time we were invaded, it was by people that look like Stephen. The bad Actually, America did not look like, but Stephen, this this is a fact. America didn't look like you when you right. people invaded it and killed the people that were here for generations when uh, that uh, pervert supposedly discovered America. And how can you discover a place where people have been living for generations? That's but a really dumb question, but keep on. This, okay.
0: Yeah, just this, make your point, Cousin Todd. I, I, I will gotta not, move on to Aguna I will not,
3: I will and not, Mr. I'm going to do exactly what you allow Frick and Frack to do. So, you <clears throat> invaded the this country and killed the people that lived here. And now you're afraid that some people are going to come in and do the same thing to you that you did to the natives. Is that but correct? To you
2: too, but they're going to do it to you too.
3: Ma'am, ma'am. Okay, we're thank we're you. all going to myself. You're in Aguna. the same boat I'm in. No, I'm not. Aguna. Because people Aguna. that come here will only want to destroy you, not people that look like us. <laughs> thank
0: you. Aguna, <laughs> okay. well, we're talking about funding for the, very high tonight the when you U.S. Her. border. The question becomes, we're being overrun by asylum seekers at the southern U.S. border. We obviously definitely need monies to help process asylum seekers. The question is, would that supersede our funding obligation to Ukraine?
3: I didn't well, even let me also, talk about the uh, Ukraine thing because we promise Ukraine protection and we're only honoring our word. Okay, go ahead, Aguna.
1: Well, I was gonna say, isn't it a couple of things in the deal, including like the debt ceiling uh, debate as well, which I don't think either one of those issues supersedes that. Because that's going to hit our pocketbook. But at the end of the day, you see, it's a loaded question, right? Because you're saying, does Ukraine, you're trying to pit Ukraine funding against border security. And of course, you know, if Congress is doing their job, you'd have, you know, you'd have clean legislation for each. You know, you get together, you compromise on the Ukraine funding, you get together, compromise on the border security, and you go from there. You don't ride. You put these riders on. So what's happening is you're saying either one or other. You can do both. What, what? Why not do both? It's not one supersedes the other. The reason why we fund Ukraine is not only because Stephen alluded to it. Part of it is going towards U.S. interests there, which are U.S. companies and things like that. The war complex. It's going to that. It's not just writing Ukraine a blind check. And by getting in Russia engaged in the Ukraine, you're actually taking the fight to them versus having to deal with it. Here at home. So, part of it is the same thing we did in Afghanistan where Russia put its money in the ground because, again, they're not taking over to Ukraine. So, that tells you a lot about the Russian military. As far as the border, it's not against the law for asylum seekers to come and seek asylum. What's happening is you're not processing them. And they're also, so the process in which to accommodate or to process them or to do background checks isn't in place. So, if you're putting funding in place to put that in place and to change policy around, because There's enough money here in the US we need, we have a low unemployment. So is the problem really people coming here or is it the type of people that are coming here? Because we have the technology, we have the thought process, the thought knowledge to actually do something about it. However, both sides are trying to raise money off the issue versus actually doing something about it. Because you have judges, there's ways to process people, we got technology. So is the problem really them coming here or the fact that the type of people coming here we can't screen and we're not comfortable with because you could put a guest worker program in place. No one's talking about solution. they are talking about trying to prevent things. OK, from thank
0: you. Let me have Mr. Flair. Same question to you.
6: Yeah. So yeah, I think you're going to hit on something important here. Uh, this idea of winner take all politics where everything becomes this kind of con game where you say, OK, we can actually raise money on this. Therefore, we're not going to try to fix the issue. Uh, you look at the state of Texas in 2010, it was a $150 billion budget for things on the border as far as security. Now that budget is $4 billion a year. So they've created an industry around not only border security, but the idea of the terror of people coming over in hordes to, you know, eat your babies and all that stuff. So what does this lead to? Government contracts for local Texas companies who are friends of the Abbott administration down there. So they're not actually trying to solve a problem. This is a political football that they can constantly toss aside and use. So the issue in American politics right now is, okay, are we going to decide we need to get stuff done or are we going to decide everybody can make something their pet project that they can politicize and then further turn into something that, you know, ends up a quagmire. As far as uh, Ukraine, we've already talked about this. Your cash pot committed, it's already done. You can't cut off the money at the 11th hour. And just walk away with your tail between your legs. You have, to, you have to see this out to its fruition. You're way too committed as is. So, yeah, that's going to continue. Uh, I was surprised Mitch McConnell was there because just think about the last two public appearances we've seen of Mitch. It's kind of interesting that he's still, you know, making the rounds and coming into these negotiating situations uh, when that is clearly a man in decline. And
1: just one last Uh-oh. thing, one thing that people aren't talking about: Still the Biden strong. administration has kept a lot of the Trump administration border policies intact as is. And in fact, he's been criticized to the by the far left for doing. No, so. they didn't. Yes, no, they did. no. They one did. last, no. He needs to go back he to the Trump did. policies. He's no, the
2: Trump policies were working. You're not telling the truth, oh, telling the truth. You're yeah, not telling the, the truth. How he does. He went all. He went a hundred percent against oh, Trump's policies. You're telling a lie. Try again, man. Try again, bro. That ain't working here. Take it somewhere else. No, no, no. Everything Trump did, Biden did the opposite. He didn't, he didn't keep any of Trump's crap, man. If he so did, we wouldn't have 10 anything. million people come
4: trigger you. Hey,
6: hey, okay. hey both them, Thank both. you.
0: Hold on. Hold Both Thank you. Of be quiet. Thank you Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank both of
6: y'all be okay.
0: quiet. Let me move on.
6: Stacy, hold on. Let- hold on. Hold on. Let's do this like adults. He made a point. The point was contested. Instead of calling each other liars, let's see who is actually correct. Aguna made the claim that some of these policies from the Trump administration have been carried over by the Biden administration. Stephen says that's incorrect. Let's get to the truth of the matter and then move on instead of calling each other liars. Yay! Can we do that?
2: Yeah. Did he keep, did he keep the ones that worked? That would keep uh, these people uh, oh, out no, of this no, country? No. Okay, obviously not. If he kept the ones that said,
0: give her... Wait a minute, wait a minute. This is when we're getting, getting out of control.
2: Okay, no, okay. if he says something...
0: No, stop, Stephen, stop, Stephen, just stop. No, right. if he, if he addresses... Stephen, I said stop, just stop. He can't control himself. Stop, no. stop no. Stephen. Now, Stephen, I'm going to ask you to address what Mr. Flair said. And he said, what specific... Trump policies remain. Is that correct, Mr. Flair? That
6: is correct.
0: Which specific Trump policies remain that are helping America right now? Go ahead, Stephen. You're not muted.
2: Okay. Um, I don't don't know the Trump policies that are there, but they're obviously not working. Remain in Mexico was a Trump policy that he did away with. That's how you stop this. And whatever policy that he can come up with, ask, ask him if he has any policies that he kept. Because whatever, he, whatever policies, because Trump wasn't perfect, he made a lot of mistakes. A lot of his policies uh, didn't help anything. So what I'm saying is, if you remain in Mexico the way they're supposed to, instead of having what we're having going on right now, this is a total disaster. This is the okay. worst our country's ever All been. Right. With, with, as we're being, we've never been invaded this way The guys on the show want to make like Oh this just happens People okay. come through our border all the time Steven. What we're going through here right now is not what we've ever been through before Steven. People from 70 okay, countries are coming you. here And and, it's, and a lot of them are military Steven. age And if you don't think we're in trouble And you don't think they have pockets here already You're insane <laughs> oh, You're in, you're just okay. not okay. thinking man okay. Thank you, we we never let never
0: you Okay Stephen I let you talk and say your Damn. comment In response so mm-hmm. now I'm going to ask Aguna to do the same thing.
1: Yeah, so if you look at it and if the policy that you're talking about is remaining in Mexico, these people can come in, you can process them and then at their release based on their court date. That's been that's been in place, that was in place during the Trump administration. Now there was a policy that was cut in place because of COVID which allowed him to to send people back based on the COVID guidelines, which expired, and that expired under Trump, from my understanding. So at the end of the day, what you're doing a lot, and again, Biden has, is doing the same thing. He's putting them in internment camps. He's, a lot of the things are the same as it was in the Trump administration, it's just that you saw such a high influx of people coming, because migrants are being, again, based on their own, own understanding, they think, okay, Miles, Trump is out of office, Biden's in there, so I'm still going to come. That's not necessarily a change in policy as much as it is a perception that, you know, we have a chance of getting into this country. Now, them coming here isn't the problem. It's not. It's being able to process and do the background check. So why is neither side really talking about solving the problem and going back to what Nas was saying? It's about raising money. It's about scoring political points and not. So you can say all this nonsense about being invaded.
0: What are they it's coming It's not nonsense. They're okay. coming here to All right, work. Thank you. Right. These so people right. can get I on a plane on.
2: with no identification. These right. people get on planes. We have to wait in lines. The Biden administration is, is fighting the Texas governor when the Texas governor is trying to ever stop them from man. coming in. He's putting up barriers. You and you, Joe Biden, stop, his administration you. keeps you fighting you, fight you. the government.
0: Okay, please stop. Please stop. I mean, no, let's get the facts out. We tried you. You were given a chance to get the facts out. You just
6: started raining.
0: Stephen. Yeah, uh, we got to move on. I I gave you an opportunity to, and I gave you the first opportunity, Stephen, to say what it was. All right, I'm going to move on and share my screen and talk about the U.S. listing the Houthis, if I'm pronouncing it correctly, as terrorists. Rebels hit another U.S.-operated ship. This was written today. Um, Can you see the screen? Yes. Uh, By Jonathan Saul, Simon Lewis and Megan Davies, updated 38 minutes ago. Uh, Switzerland, the U.S. today returned the Yemen-based Houthi rebels to a list of uh, terrorist groups as militants claimed their second attack this week on a U.S.-operated vessel in the Red Sea region. Now, I want to talk about why this is important. I talked about it last week and I asked everyone, Why is this so important? Why would the United States spend uh, our money, your money, my money, everyone's money on dealing with these uh, ships being attacked in these seas in the Middle East? And someone said, and I don't remember who it was, but someone said, well, it isn't a big deal, but it is because we did, because of this, lose two Navy SEALs, two Navy SEALs. Let's start with... um, nick flair telling us why this is so important
6: yeah again so this is us flexing muscles and showing power in the region more than anything this was not only about supporting israel in the region but also give a little warning a little threat to iran and some of the other countries in the region but ultimately it's a losing fight because you're you're essentially saying this vessel that is worth you know let's say let's say Two billion. Let's just throw a a clean number out there. Let's say two billion. And you're fighting a guy on a, you know, ragtag group of ships that are worth, let's say, $10,000. Even if you're able to pacify and control that area, just having a disruption is already not worth what you're doing. So ultimately, this is to me the State Department and that warmongering, war drum beating uh group that is with biden and influencing him and this is where we are the u.s and the uk uh they're just kind of linked on this this is their thinking it's kind of cold war era thinking and i think it's going to be a huge mistake in the long run
0: and will this huge mistake stephen pull the united states into a war spread out because of the israel hamas war
2: i gonna tell you what, I I agree so much with uh, Mr. Mr. Flair there. And yes, that's, uh, of course, Stacey, that's what's going to happen because this is what's going to save Joe Biden. You know, right now, we're really, we, we're fighting with Iran, you know. We've got to have war. It's got to be a wartime president right now. It's the only thing that's going to save him. And maybe he could probably de- de- declare, you know, martial law and can't have an election, something like that. That's, that's the way they can stay in power. So all of this has been, has been planned all along, you know, all of it has, this is a, this is a great big takeover. We're in a lot of trouble. If, if, if you think it's good, we're going to be okay, then that's fine. But remember Russia blew up their own pipeline, you know? So remember with all this coming out, it's a lot of propaganda, a lot of stuff you hear, believe half of what you see and none of what you hear because <laughs> you okay. can't not because these people Thank are playing you, games please. with us, with all of us. And we don't need to know please. anything. And that, they give us a lot of garbage along the way. And everybody knows it from every, every everywhere aspect. Unless you know people that are right there. Uh, okay. It's a but, lot of garbage but, that they put out.
1: What did you just say?
2: Let <laughs> let said the, me... You believe the Russian pipeline, right? When they said the Russians oh, no, blew up no, their pipeline. They they that didn't happen. Me.
0: Don't answer him. Don't answer him. Yeah. Keith, I got to move on. We're out of time.
5: Well, the war, yeah, anytime, anytime someone attacks me, that's a declaration of war. And anytime someone attacks a nation, that's a declaration of war. So, you know, we ought to just I mean, it's amazing how when Trump was uh, president, I didn't I don't recall any wars. But all of a sudden right. we've got all these little scrimmages. You, you don't. So uh, what I'm going to see Iran is uh, by the time that, that Trump gets in office, when when Trump is elected next year, if these hooties or whatever you call them, I never heard of them until now. There are hooties. Uh, these guys.
2: They're will, backed by Iran. They're backed yeah, by they're Iran. Gonna, yeah. Well, they
1: will. Be the U.S. troops and
5: retaliation. Trump
1: Trump. Stop. Okay. Trump is going
5: Iran to
1: eliminate
0: Iranian them. He Trump is not going to
4: play
5: around with them. He's going to eliminate them.
1: He did He's not Thank you. Aguna.
0: That. Aguna. So, yeah. So
1: just to be clear, Iran fired rockets at a U.S. target with U.S. troops. And there the were more. Things happened under the Trump administration, and Trump did not respond. So don't give me any crap about this wouldn't happen under Trump. At the end of the day, this is why a lot of the international community is telling Israel to stand down with some of the humanitarian things that are happening in the Gaza, because the more longer this war goes on, the more Israel looks as as if they're, you know, again, you look at some of the things that are happening with the children dying, and as much as you want to blame that on Hamas, it's Israel that's, you know, that's shooting the rockets. So you got to, you know, you got to come at some peace and see what happens is these groups, such as the Houthis and some other of these groups they're, they're going to use this as their advantage to elevate their profile on the national stage by doing these things in conjunction with what's happening in Gaza. Well, they'll so be dumb, You got to be very careful about not being and not giving people a platform to stand on. Now, let's make no mistake. They the U.S. military is bombing the heck out of these guys. In fact, you know, they hit 60 targets in one day. I know, so it's not like these guys are a threat. Now, what's going to happen is you know, and again, I agree with even to a certain degree in which the U.S. military wants stuff like this to happen. They, they're they're designed to go to war and to eliminate these type of things. Now, whether Biden uses this to declare martial law here and do all that type of stuff, that sounds like. Something yeah, I don't think do. he's going to do that. He tried to do, <laughs> but at the end of the day, it, we have the largest military in the world for a reason. These jokers can try to shoot rockets as much as they want to at ships. They're just going to get knocked out. I mean, this is know, we're built for this. And at the end of the day, it's all okay. about not having groups like this elevate their profile. And so you can't, give Thank them, you. Uh, you can't give them a, a, you can't give them something to rally. around. A platform.
2: Like yeah. Iran Thank has you. Russia and China on their side. Let's,
0: let's talk about Stephen. Let's talk about this article by CNN.com. Mm-hmm. It says South Africa mm-hmm. accuses Israel of genocide and urges top United Nations court to halt the Gaza war. Yeah. Uh, your comments.
2: Yeah. I don't think South Africa got the memo when, when after they were uh, Israel was attacked, innocent people were attacked. They said we're going to go in there and we're going to wipe out Hamas and we're not going to stop until we're done. If they want to give up and put their guns down and give us our prisoner, I mean their uh, prisoner, what are these hostages? If they want to do that, then we'll stop. But if they don't want to give us the hostages and they don't want to surrender, then we're, we're not going to stop until none of them are left. And that's, that's what they said from the beginning. And that's what they need to stick to. And everybody else can put their head in the sand. I don't care. They need to wipe out Hamas until they surrender. Now, we're okay, supporting both you. sides of this war. So we're not in such a great place either. And, and, but also, it's, it's so huge. And this is a world war. This is why martial law could, could be implemented in our country and a lot of other countries. And this could be a great big takeover uh, of, of uh, and a, more of a power grab. Because they can't win with pop, populists okay, going around all you around you the country now. Even, if you even, watch even, all you the stop. countries, populist movement is really solid right now.. Discipline, discipline. Thank you.
3: Thank, thank
0: you. you. T- Cousin Todd, uh, if you look at this article, it says South Africa accused Israel of genocide in an unprecedented case at the United Nations top court saying the country's leadership was intent on destroying the Palestinians in Gaza and calling for the court to order a halt to Israel's military campaign in the enclave. Obviously, by what we've heard today and this week, they were unable to do that. Why is that the case considering South Africa's request?
3: (laughs) Well, because America is backing them. Now, uh, uh, Stephen just went on and on talking about innocent uh, Israelis that were killed, but he never mentioned about the innocent Palestinians that were killed. And so he thinks you should just kill, 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 even though you're killing children and women, Palestinian give up. children and women. Give up. And they need to give up. Well, that um, group up. is not going to give up. C- can, you they some they can you man, show some discipline?
6: Can you show discipline? We're not interrupting you. Let everybody else you. speak, man. Let them go so, ahead.
3: So that militant group is not going to give up. And what they're doing is using these people as human shields and Israel knows that. And they're bombing nevertheless. And so what the world is telling Israel is stop. Um, you have to use some self-control, which I know you have none of, but you have to use some self-control. It was wrong um, for the that terrorist group to bomb Israel. Everybody knows that. And Israel had the right to bomb them back, and they did that. But to what end? Are they going to just continue to bomb and kill innocent people until what? So this is why the world is telling Israel to stop. And they won't stop until America uh, not even tells them to, because they already told them to. Okay, Uh, thank you. Until they take their money back from Israel. We pay Israel more than any other country every year. And so until that stops, they won't stop. Israel wasn't bombed.
0: Keith?
5: Yeah, well. On the first two days of the
0: hearings, if you look at this, uh, let me show this article again. Uh, On the first two days, you can see that CNN.com says, on the first two days of the hearings at the International Court of Justice, South Africa uh, on Thursday, and this was last week, Uh, argued that Israel's air and ground assaults on Gaza were intended to bring about the destruction of its Palestinian population and that comments made by Israeli leaders signaled their genocidal intent. Why have they not stopped that assault?
5: Well, they were clear from the beginning uh, who their target was, and it was Hamas. So I don't know where this Palestinian, this idea that they're going to kill, that they're out to get uh, innocent Palestinian... um, Because that's (laughs) who's
3: dying. I mean, that...
5: That is, uh, is most uh, ridiculous propaganda.
3: That as, is who is <laughs> dying.
5: Look, uh, they're dying because people die and people get caught in the collateral damage, and that happens. they're using them
3: as human but
2: shields. Yeah, the exactly. bad guys oh. use people as human shields. That's what that's bad people right. do. So
5: uh, that's why they're dying. It's not because that's
2: they're why they're dying because them. they're,
5: they're a holes. Well, what about when, when we, you know, we dropped a bomb twice. Up. We dropped the bomb twice on uh, on Japan. Japan in 1942. People in died.
0: That
5: was a Democrat. Above, that was a Democrat president. That was Truman, and that was uh, it. In ended the war. So you know. Okay,
0: thank you, Keith. I don't understand Before your war. point to why the South African court was not able to stop what they requested. Because the court has, has no authority. The court no has no
2: authority. authority. They can't tell a sovereign nation yeah, what to yeah. do. They're they're a little pissing.
0: That's why okay. that answers your question. Thank you, Aguna.
1: Did yeah, you so make a I, comment
0: on this already?
1: No, I didn't make a comment. So okay, you ahead. see, you see what's happening on the show, and it, and just think if you're a Palestinian and you're 13 years old and you're living in the Gaza Strip, and all of a sudden you know you're getting bombed, and you know you're dealing with a terrorist regime, you know that's Hamas, quote unquote terrorist regime, right? And then you have one hand, you have to deal with them. The other hand, you're dealing with Israel, who's killing your family, who's killing your friends and everything like that. What do you think you're going to do when you grow up? You know, you're not going to sit there and say, oh, well, Hamas, I'm going to give up. No, you're going to you're you're They're Basically, and this is what people are warning is going to happen for every so-called Hamas or terrorist you kill. You're creating five or six more because you're killing all these other people. And so you're elevating their cause by saying, this is the reason why we're attacking Israel is because they're so brutal to us. And you're seeing you're doing it. So all of a sudden you expect these people okay, to you. give up and they're caught in the heart, rocking heart, and you're showing no constraint. You're showing no human, humanitarianism or anything like that. And even on this show, you, see, you hear all the people on the show, they're dehumanizing one side and they're not talking rational to the other. They're not saying, hey, you know what? Let's show some constraint. Let's meet at the table and compromise. No, it's let's wipe them out. And we're okay with that. And last point, Stacey, is this. So if you look at what the South African court was saying and you have Israel, Israeli leaders, far right wing leaders in Israel saying, hey, you know what? We're going to go in there. We're going to wipe all these people out. That's where they're getting it from. You have we have their administration talking like that. It's not just, you know, what they're doing it's the policy in which they're going in there unadulterated bombing thing, and they're using this clause of human shields and all these other things to say, hey, and to justify that. At the end of the day, someone has to be the the arbitrator or someone has to be the rational person in the room. And you're going to reason with Hamas, you're going to try to reason with Israel. That's what the world community is trying to do, reason with Israel.
0: Okay, thank you. Pakistan versus Iran. Uh, I think what is just a minute, Mr. Flair. Um, now, Mr. Flair, you're going to start off. You're going to include what what you didn't say, and then you're going to include this Pakistan and Iran. So um, the violence is spreading beyond Israel and Gaza to uh, Iran, Iraq, Syria, and Pakistan, Give as all we all see here. Uh, but they're at more. It says, Pakistan warns of consequences after Iran's deadly bombing killed two children. Iran's attack on Pakistan comes a day after Iran carried out two strikes in northern Iraq, killing several civilians. Go ahead, uh, Mr. Flair.
6: Yeah, so on a previous question, uh, an important thing to think about. So the uh, BBC, CNN, all the major networks, The only one who who covered the South African presentation uh, was an Arab station, an an Arab-affiliated station, station we kind of know as Al Jazeera. That's the only station that covered the actual live presentation from South Africa. Now, the South Africans, in their presentation to The Hague, they have a special relationship with the idea of apartheid because their country went through it. So this was the perfect country to come forward and challenge these things. Uh, just because of the credibility they have in assessing what they saw. I thought their presentation was great. Uh, this is the international record, and history is going to show uh, who was on the right side of it and who was on the wrong side of it. Uh, great presentation. Uh, it did what it was supposed to do, and no, they don't have any, uh, any power as far as telling or, or making someone stop. So no, they couldn't actually stop the violence, but they could put it into the historical record, and we get to see what the globe thought about it. So Israel's presentation was the next day, and those same stations I talked about, they covered Israel's response, but they didn't cover the South African presentation. That's where you saw the Israeli uh, representative who said, someone shuffled my papers, as he appeared to be a little disoriented, and his presentation wasn't really hitting like he thought it would. And as we all know, what we're watching is a slow-moving genocide. Uh, In a densely populated area, if you bomb that area, what what they used to call saturation bombing, you can't really say people are human shield because people don't have anywhere to go. You also can't tell people to move to another, another place and then bomb them on the way there. We've seen journalists get killed. We've seen all supplies being cut off. That's food, water, everything else people need to live. And we've also seen the idea of collective punishment. So these are actually war crimes. So, I mean, there's really nothing else to discuss about the morality of this unjust, terrible war and slow moving genocide that we're all watching. Uh, As far as Iran and Pakistan, Pakistan is always on 10. Why? Because the threat of India attacking them is always prevalent. So anything that happens to them, they're going to take as aggression and it could lead to, you know, something else bubbling up over there. But I don't think this this meets that scale of that. But if you're Pakistan, no matter what, because you always got one eye on India, then you stay ready. That's just, that's right. just what that is. Pakistan
0: be. versus India, Iran versus Iraq, they have the same type of thing, parallel fighting going on in those two countries, colonial, which is colonial, very unfortunate.
6: Yeah, colonial lines written by England, America, France, and these other places. When they draw these colonial lines, it ends up creating these tensions within the groups uh, within themselves before you can even talk about, you know, what happened 50 years later after those lines were drawn. So this is another thing where we have to talk about not only the decline of the power of the West, but the decline of the influence of the West and some of the things that they did. Uh, These things have to be broken apart.
0: All right. Moving on to the Supreme Court today, the Supreme Court is hearing a specific case, uh, Keith. And it's basically, according to this, uh, I think it's the Wall Street Journal or New York Times. Or New York Times article it says how a fishery case fits into a long game effort to sap regulation of business. So basically, what the Supreme Court was listening to was whether or not the courts will allow um, or will institute a policy where a judge will make a determination on a case as opposed to a federal agency about a specific issue that deals with the federal agency. Um, Does anyone want to uh, talk about that more? Besides, Yeah.
2: um, I heard about this. uh,
0: So so if you look at this article, it says how a fishery case fits into a long-game effort to sap regulation of a federal agency. So in other words, they're going to allow a... Judge to determine a fishery case for a specific federal agency, let's say U.S. Department of Agriculture, as opposed to allowing the U.S. Department of Agriculture, who knows about that fishery case, to determine which way it should go. That is a big thing when you have... they're saying it's lined up along political lines when you have maybe Democrats, just as, just as for example, if you have Democrats on the Supreme Court who want a Democratic agenda and they will decide which way a fishery case goes for the U.S. Department of Agriculture as opposed to Republicans. Um, but the problem for that I would consider or would ask someone else to consider is if you have a federal agency, which may be staffed and maybe uh staffed specifically by political appointees of either party, wouldn't they be determining and doing the same thing that they're saying now they want to uh, have the Supreme Court decide? Who wants to answer that?
6: Yeah, I, I'll, I'll I'll go ahead and take a shot at it. Uh, okay, go ahead. O-
0: ultimately That's Mr. Is, Flair.
6: Yeah, yeah. Well, this is more uh, right-wing money rolling back things from the New Deal. The, the idea of regulations uh, being determined by you know a judge or a Supreme Court or, or any other entity to where you could be pro-business to the point of, you just decide, hey, this is corporatism. It is what it is. If they make X amount of money, then it's okay for them to do whatever they're doing. And a big part of this case is Chevron. And if you look into that lawyer in New York who went after Chevron for some things they did uh, in South America as far as leaving oil, And huge spills, toxic waste caused a lot of problems. Uh, They were able able to get that lawyer jailed after he won the case against them. He's still waiting. Stephen something. I can't think of his last name. But uh, he's still waiting to get that case finished. But when you set up precedent like this, yeah, this sets the stage for corporatism. So if you want corporations to run this nation instead of people that you elect to represent you, uh, give corporations this kind of power and you'll see more events like that 16-year-old Who died at a chicken processing plant and they paid out a $200,000 fine and kept the plant rolling.
0: Uh, This is my concern, um, Stephen. It it seems like, you know, based on what Mr. Flair said and what these articles are saying, they're saying give the power to the Supreme Court to decide a a case uh, instead of the federal agency. Well, Mm -hmm. the federal agency can be stacked with right. Republicans or Democrats, right. and they could be pro-business and do the same thing that the justice or that the judge is going to do. What's the difference?
2: Um, yeah, I agree with Nas uh, again tonight. Just a couple of times tonight. Uh, definitely take uh, take the uh, the the, fe- the federal government out of it and give it to the Supreme Court and see what see what they come up with for for you know. Right. I mean, what are they? What are they trying to do?
0: They're trying to give the power of the decision making to a court, as opposed to allowing a federal agency to determine um, which way the decision should go—the arbitration or the yeah. But so,
2: but but you would want a. You're saying you don't want a court or the federal agency when you have to choose between the two.
0: no, I'm not saying, I'm saying what is the difference if a federal agency is stacked with political appointees for a specific right political party? Right, They're going to move and go in the direction that that political party wants to go. Right. If the court decides it and the court is stacked with a specific political party, that court or those justices on those courts Will go in a direction in which a specific political party wants it to go.
2: What? So that's what I'm. That's what I'm asking you. That's what. And yeah, you. Did, that's exactly what I'm thinking. There's no way is a, a good answer. Then you, can, you. We don't want either one of them. We need a third answer that's not there. But like we only have the two. I don't know. I like if, if it's like you. You're screwed one way or the other.
6: So, Steve, Steven, so Steven, Aguna, can I? Can I put it? This yeah. Another way. Go ahead. Mr. Yeah. Flair if you keep the federal regulations there and have them have checks and balances and different protocols that you have to meet, there's an ass to be kicked if something goes wrong. This person did this. But if you turn mm-hmm. it over to a court where somebody bangs a gavel and that's that, until that person gets out of that seat, right, that will continue to happen and happen and happen again. All I'm saying yeah, is just give yeah. the American people some form of recourse where you can either – decide you're gonna vote that person out and get somebody else in there or you know right. show disfavor for the decision that there's something there that's what I'm saying as far as recall.
2: or, or impeachment anyone
0: them. else want to respond
2: yeah you make Are sense you? now that's
0: we a good can't point hear you on mute.
1: oh yeah and just remember the judicial branch of the government isn't to make laws right they they determine the constitutionality of laws right so if you start sitting there and saying hey you're gonna leave it up to a judge to regulate or not that's why it's kind of dangerous when you start looking at the supreme court and Clarence Justice Thomas taking bribes and gifts and stuff like that because at the end of the day they're not supposed what's happening now because the legislative branch is so dysfunctional they're leaving it up to the supreme court to adjudicate certain laws that legislatively they should be you know enacting via compromise but you know mm-hmm. based on the political climate Compromise is a bad word nowadays because you, you don't want the other side to have even 5% of what the you know, what they asked for. You don't want them to have any percent, right? So what's happening is the judicial branch has gained, has gained more power. And what happens when you give the judicial branch more power, you actually start giving the executive branch more power because they start appointing people and things. So it starts getting into this dysfunction. That's how democracies fall because... You under, uh, inevitably, you fall under some type of a- crat because
2: everyone. We, we don't have a democracy. We're not a democracy, though.
1: A republic is a form of democracy. That's not. That's not
2: we're a- not a form of a democracy. There's. There, we're Google not a democracy it. at all. We a Republic Google is not it. a form of Google. a democracy.
1: Let's Google it. You can Google it so you can debate Our that online. Rep- right. If you're trying to sound smart, we know. No, that. I don't
2: want to try to sound smart. I'm. I'm giving you facts. If that sounds okay, smart to you, I then we, we, we've Todd, been well
0: behaved tonight.
3: Yeah. No. Uh, Cousin
0: Todd, did you have no. a comment on that?
3: No, I did not.
0: Oh, thank goodness. You heard Keith uh, say that. let start I'm our gonna roundtable. Gonna We're out of time. We'll start our roundtable. Um, <laughs> I want to talk about former President Trump. One, he was in court today on his E. Jean Carroll case in which they're trying to determine how much money she should be awarded. And the judge almost put him out of the courtroom today. Ooh. And the judge said, you would love he said the judge said you want me to put you out of this courtroom and former president Trump said I would love it uh-huh. um, but the the question is uh, is that judge setting the precedent on how to handle former president Trump in all courtrooms and what does this say about whether or not the former president respects our judicial system we're going to start with um, Keith then Stephen, then Mr. Flair, then Aguna, then Cousin Todd. Keith.
5: Well, these judges obviously are biased against Trump. And uh, that's the bottom line, just like Trump. Why is do second. you think that? And Oh, uh, my God. Don't
0: ask him a question. I, don't ask him a question. Go ahead, Keith.
5: They're biased against Trump. And the reason I say that because of... they've been ruling. They've been ruling some ridiculous rulings and these are this is a ridiculous one so uh you know like uh, trying to do put gag orders on him a ridiculous telling him he ruling can't speak when he has a right to speak his first amendment right so uh they they want to suspend the first amendment and the fifth amendment uh, you know they want to suspend these rights that trump has to uh, be able to defend himself no these these judges are no good and they will pun- they will be punished because god is is watching God. They'll be punished
2: before they get to God,
5: and God is the ultimate judge. He is the supreme judge of the land,
3: and He will be judging people.
5: That that I look forward to.
3: Okay, thank you, Stacy. Okay. Say thank you and move on. <laughs> Lord.
0: I, I was on mute. No, you,
3: you wanted him so to keep so. going.
0: I was on mute and never I, I that's why I had Steven's picture up here. I said, Steven, I was wondering why Steven wasn't talking. But he unlike was, um... you, I put myself on mute when others are talking and you I don't never... do that, <laughs> cousin Todd. You talk over people and you're rude, rude, rude. <laughs> Go ahead, Steven.
2: Well, nobody has any faith in these judges or the courts or anything because they know it's all BS. It's been BS for years. They know they're doing everybody knows with this much of a brain. Todd, don't look. I don't want you to be upset. But anybody's got this much of a brain knows that this is all kangaroo court. It's all BS. None of it's true. And nobody that? believes it. They, but the people who want who are, who are pushing it are people on that on that side. Say all right, we don't care. I was on that side before. I'm like a never Trump. I was on that side, but look, there's visual evidence. There's visual evidence that the cops, that were Capitol Police, the day of January 6th, lied in court. There's visual evidence. They can prove it. All of this is coming to a head. That's why I've been so adamant about this. This has been another kangaroo bunch of kangaroo courts, and we're not going to take it anymore. Never. All of you, what all of this being exposed, and everybody that's treasonous and all what? of their minions Never. are going to be in trouble because what? this Never. country Never. was 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 founded by brave people, not weak people like you, Brave people, oh, wow. brave, not brave white people, people
3: that like the name,
6: like We had an adult Mr. conversation Blair. for a
1: while. Yeah. It, it, Go it, okay, it, Mr. Blair. it just evolves into this.
2: No, we did. No, ahead, Mr. But Blair. no, that's why everything they're uh, doing uh, to Trump Blair is yeah. BS and it's you, making you, him stronger. You, you, so, yeah.
1: to our viewers, you heard a lot on this show talking about kangaroo courts and all this other stuff. <laughs> It's dumb, they're coming up with it because they're just targeting Trump. You guys are talking
0: through your own round table.
1: I wanna ask yourself a question, all right? For a person who to get themselves put in this position, this is like an NFL head coach, right? All of a sudden, you know, the referees are throwing flags, all that stuff. It's just, they're just targeting this guy. This guy is just such a victim. Why would we want to, obviously, if you were anyone rational about accountability, why would this guy put himself in this position for these people to attack him, supposedly? And we're not because talking. he wants
2: because he wants to do right by this country.
0: Okay, hey, thank you. Because
2: he wants to do right by this country, that's why. Because he's not a selfish a-hole like all the rest of the politicians.
1: Please mute him. Thank you. Thank you, Aguna. That was your
0: roundtable.
1: I'm not done yet. Let me finish. At the end of the day, ask yourself: you know, if he's such a victim, that must mean he's weak. Because you, you're going to allow, never give somebody a stick to beat you with, and clearly he's put himself in this jeopardy across multiple courts. And so all of a sudden the judicial system is bad and everything's bad. It's so interesting that this judicial system is bad, but now you want everything to go to the Supreme Court and adjudicate certain laws when it works in your favor. But how all of a sudden when the when the system is working against your interest because you like the guy, now all of a sudden everything's corrupt. It just seems like there's a bunch of whining going on. I
2: don't Thank like you. him. I like truth justice Please. in the American way.
6: Mr. Flair. Come on, y'all. Come on. Let let let's Not let's, crying. Finish out, let's finish out a show as grown-ups. Please. This, okay, so oh, so the to to answer Stacy's question, yes, he is getting special treatment because of the office that he previously held. Uh, he is getting special treatment from the judge. They would never allow somebody to speak about the process and judges and everything else the way he does publicly and not sanction them or hit them with a fine or jail time. They would never allow anybody else to do that. So that's contempt of court. His office is giving him him special consideration. Now, he's already losing this case. The the question is how much money he's going to pay out. So in his mind, getting thrown out of court today would have been a good thing for him. He would have used that to rally (laughs) his base. He would have asked for more donations. And to him, that would have been a winner for the day for him. So- Yeah, he tried to antagonize the judge to throw him out, and the judge refused to do it. And we're going to see how much of a a payment he's going to have to make. But yeah, this is is another case that is a self-inflicted gunshot wound. At a certain point, you guys are going to have to just realize that this is an extremely flawed human being who makes a lot of unforced errors.
2: It's a Thank political, you. it's political. Cousin it has nothing to do with anything else. It's politics, man. They, they, they're trying to shut him down like they used to do in Russia. Steven. This they, is Soviet they. Union crap it's here, they. man. They, hey, curtain's number one, guy.
0: We, we've heard we'll you already, Go man. ahead. Relax. Go
3: ahead, cousin they, Todd. They, you want me you. to talk over Steven. OK. Oh boogeyman.
1: It's the boogeyman.
3: Trump said he wants the economy to fail within the next 12 months. Now that's (laughs) under (laughs) Joe Biden. Now this is a former president saying this. So what makes you think he cares about you if he wants the economy to fail? Now, also Trump himself, got himself into these predicaments The woman said he raped her.
5: So believe it, because she said it.
3: Yeah, you have to believe women. Yeah. If a woman says this person, okay, I'm going to move on to the um, other things that Trump did by pretending his property cost more than what it did over and over and over again to get loans from the bank. That is illegal. That's why he's in court, Stephen. No, it's not. Because you can't do that. You wouldn't be able to do that, Stephen. And right. Keith would certainly be thrown in jail.
0: <laughs> why are you and saying so, Keith would certainly be thrown in jail?
3: Because His hairline he, alone, His hairline
1: alone would get him thrown in. Get
3: <laughs> rid
1: of it. Just let it go.
3: <laughs> so anyway... So uh Trump brings these things on himself, and he's not for the contrary to popular beliefs, Keith and Stephen. He never liked we're poor out of time. People. Thank you, cousin He Tom. never hung around poor people. He wants you, he won't let you rent a place <laughs> in his and his father and him were sued because they wouldn't let Negroes, Keith, live in their apartments. You're
5: not gonna get a
3: uncle time. And also he never liked poor white people. Didn't you hear what, um, what is that uh, shock jock's name? Keith no, and I, I Stern, are not, not poor. We're not Stern poor said. people. Oh, you're not? No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> to <our> first responders.
2: <laughs> so now we have nothing. To
0: our first responders in our communities, you make our lives livable. Thank you, thank you, thank you to our women and men of the US military for all that you do and in sacrificing your lives. So that we are free to ever say whatever we choose on this show, we are forever indebted on behalf of Aguna, the Nigerian moderate Republican, Keith, the constitutional conservative. You got a back, with Keith. Sorry. Stephen, the independent thinker. <laughs> we use that term loosely. Nick. Flair, thank you for joining us, and I want to send a special shout out to Nick Flair tonight for helping me. He personally helped me take this show from insanity to adulthood
3: He's a by familiar. having
0: us slow it down and let Stephen and Aguna say their points, and my cousin Todd.
5: All right, nice. Yeah, yes,
1: with the tie. Yeah, without the tie. Excuse Check me. Check us
0: out on X, formerly Twitter, Instagram, uh, Twitch, uh, TikTok. TikTok, and Stephanie Stallworth, The Flow Television Network. We'll see you next week. Uh, I'm not even going to start the music because they're going to talk right through but I'll start it anyway. I'm Stacey Johnson, just in case I didn't say my name. Good night. Y'all are rough.
1: I chase Keith off, man. He's gonna go get some Rogaine and try to maintain. There he's back. He's back.
0: Hey, actually, we yeah,
1: did pretty good. Rogaine.
5: Actually, we did pretty good tonight. I mean, they didn't interrupt as much. You know, they still.
0: Who's they? Uh, Who's they? Who's they?
5: Talking about mostly Aguna, and Stephen was quiet. Stephen was very. I was quiet. quiet. Yeah. Quiet as compared and, to you didn't have your, your meth meltdown that you normally do. I kind
1: of Hey, Keith,
2: that. hey, Keith, you know what Confucius say? Confucius exactly. say, bald man can't throw combs at man with hair. <laughs>
6: yeah, I can, oh,
1: man. I, I'm accepting Thank my fate. I'm trying
2: to get him to come on to <laughs> this side. I'm trying to get him <laughs> to come on
1: to this side. No, I'm, man, he's holding left. on to his hair. Look at that. let me show me the just... birds nest. Show me Hey, <laughs> uh, when that bird gonna hatch? When that egg gonna hatch? I mean, uh, I don't know what you was, say.
0: What did you say? What did you say, Mister Flair? Still
5: have a full head of hair at six.
1: Is
0: anybody's birthday this month in January? Do we want to wish anyone a birthday this month? Anyone's birthday?
2: No. no birthday. An, what were you saying, an- Angela? Playoff? Has a birthday coming up, Stacy? Oh, happy right. birthday!
0: That's right, happy birthday, Angela.
2: Maybe we can get her on the show. <laughs>
0: Aguna, yeah, that would be-, be nice.
5: I challenge Aguna hey, that, to grow a full boy. head of hair, and <laughs> I will uh, show him my natural at 68 years old. I'm saying Hey, just
1: because it curls, don't it ain't going to get you in the white man's heaven, right? Just because you, you uh, got that good hair. So cannot who, beat
2: the hey, he, hey Kay, i tell you what, Keith, I'll vouch for you. You're good enough to get in the white man's heaven, man. Yeah,
1: because they need somebody to serve I'll them. vouch
2: for you. <laughs> they need somebody to dance and serve you. Gotta, you got to hang around, man. Uh, <laughs>
0: Hey, come really, over, man.
6: I, I got something
2: that really I got something. We have,
6: we, we
5: have heart. We have hearts. I got the gate. Remember, hold the founders of this nation were white and they were conservative. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Uncle Ruck. Yeah. Go ahead, Uncle <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> I love it. I bet you would shine their love shoes it. you the chance. <laughs> oh, I love so it.
1: Buff it out. Buff them out. Buff it out.
5: Yeah, I love it. The founders were white. And they established oh, this country based on God's law. Yeah. I love it, Stephen.
2: Yeah, it's the oh, best
4: goodness.
2: country formed ever That's in the right. world. They've had some really horrible people come through here and do some horrible things. But yeah. it's the best country, the best established right. country in the world. And, and God, it gives, gives all of us people, all of us people here are more than anybody else in any country, I do believe. I, mean, I might be wrong. All
5: the people that benefited, like Todd and Aguna and Nas. Those guys I wonder. I wonder if I wonder if other animals think like that.
2: Like, Nas,
5: you you benefited from this country. You he, grew up. He's in dehumanizing a, us, Keith. He's, he's I, I, dehumanizing I us. No, but you benefited. Are you a poor man? No, I don't believe you are. Other, God is not poor. So this whole
1: notion that because you're in a country and you're maintaining and you're having a lifestyle, somehow yeah. you can't critique the country or you can't improve upon it. Be Where is that coming from? I'm you just saying, a little gratitude. But didn't did no not you're not going to make me call, call you a
6: name? I'm not going to do a little gratitude. Today, I'm not. I'm not throwing punches. I'm just, just telling you i a name. A little gratitude, even
0: though you That's really deserve. excellent, Nas. But
6: show a little Thank gratitude, you, Nas.
0: That was excellent. So well, I'm glad that Nas and Stephen, Nas and Steven were able to be uh civil today. We're very much appreciative. Great job, Nas. Great job, Stephen. Very
2: good. We agreed on some stuff today. That's what I like. It was good. We agreed on sports and yeah. politics. Well,
1: yeah. what happens when that, that, that is not what happened? <laughs> that, that is not what
6: happened. They were acting a fool. I had to slow Steve. it down a couple of times. I don't know what you mean. No, I won't, I won't I not anyway.
2: act in a fool, man. I'm just I'm just a different kind of cat than you are. You have to respect everybody for how they are, man. I'm just yeah. different than you. So,
0: and cousin Todd. I see. You, you mean I, 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 Just because I'm
2: different than you doesn't mean I'm better than you, man. Don't take it like that. Don't, you don't ever have <laughs> to feel you that, that way, Nas. Nas, you don't have to I feel, feel lesser me than. Don't feel lesser than me, please. <laughs> that hurts that my heart. That hurts don't my don't heart. You are
1: Passive aggressive.
0: Cousin <laughs> Todd, <laughs> you did not call me a name. In other, in other way, <laughs> you were like very frustrated this week with Aguna. But I thought Aguna did much better than this week.
5: All right. Yeah, well, so
0: bigotry of low expectations.
6: There was yeah, still a lot of not, bad behavior. No, you know, I've heard I, 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 think, I don't know what y'all are doing. The
1: more, again, the more. Stephen and Keith talk. The dumber we get, so people need to hear that stuff, so yes. they know. Man, the
2: that's, that's, that's something like, wrong with you, man. If you get dumber, if you get dumber by listening to people, there's something wrong with your brain, man. Not us.
5: I mean, you See? guys, you guys. there's the something
2: you wrong. With, if you get dumber, that's dumber that's hearing people that's talk, then there's something that's wrong
5: with you. Scholarly. You lose okay, an so,
2: IQ points, man.
1: It makes no oh. sense.
2: All right, excuse
5: me.
1: Excuse
0: you need a
2: different I analogy or something, man. That don't make any excuse sense. Excuse me.
0: I think I think the the objective. Excuse me. This week, I think the objective for us was really to explain some very important things that are going on in the United States and in the world, and then for people to be able to. Learn from us what's going on to be able to talk about to think about it, and then they'll be able to apply it to their own lives, right. and,
5: and that's important. Very good. Very Yes. Yeah. And see these guys—they
1: don't—they do not don't come no, 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 with any passive-aggressive, Keith,
5: because we don't know realize how good you have it, don't sir.
4: <laughs>
2: no, but you we all know, had it very good. We got our own problems. But everything's good. That,
5: and you're not showing
2: gratitude for
5: your country. This is a country where you know, are my, my, my existence is gratitude enough. They should be here. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you uh you you know you prosper in this country. All right, good night. You know, you're a man good a colony, oh, man. Uh, Education. Good night.
2: Blacks weren't peace alive. and love. We peace and em- love, oh, good night. Hey, answer? stay warm. Hey, stay warm wherever you are. Keith, we oh, ain't no, talking man. to you. Thank you. Yeah, because
0: Keith is we're not talking to Keith because he's in the West Coast.
2: So you're real lucky, man. That's why you pay all that extra money so you don't have to go through this garbage. (laughs) You got to be prosperous to live. Take care.